guys, what's up? It's Lisa, and you're listening to What's Next with Lisa. Today is Monday, January 25th, 2021. Welcome to it. I'm excited to have you with me, and I'm also really excited about the topic we're going to be talking about today, which are, which is green flags, green flags in a relationship. We have talked a lot about red flags, things to look out for, ways to protect ourselves when things don't seem right, how to protect ourselves against a potential partner. Um, And today I actually want to talk about something to look forward to, good things to look for. What are the green flags in a relationship? There's a lot of good things to look forward to. So before we get into that, we're going to get into that in a lot more. But before we do, let's get over to the official what's next question and answer. Hey, what's next? Okay, empty nexters. So if you listened in last week, I dedicated an entire episode to question and answer. And we talked about a lot of relationship questions, lots lots of self-help, personal development questions. And so I just wanted to take one more from that episode that actually didn't make it onto the episode because I think it's a great segue into today's show. So the question is this. Hi, Lisa. I'm getting more and more comfortable with dating, but what I'm starting to realize is that I don't trust myself to pick a good partner. What are some tips you have to trusting yourself as you go through the dating process? And I love this question because a lot of times if you have picked wrong in the past or you've had things that haven't gone right, you start to lose a little faith in yourself to actually pick somebody or date somebody that's healthy for you. And so my number one tip for learning to trust yourself is, first of all, be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself as you figure it out. But more so than that, this is why it's so important to have your list of deal breakers, to have your list of values, and to be living in alignment with those values and prioritize them. What's most important to you? And then make a commitment to yourself to date with the intention of finding somebody that, you know, aligns with those values. And a lot of times it's about learning to trust your gut and it's about learning to do what feels good and, you know, sometimes taking a chance. And so I would tell you that, yeah, that's scary. And the only, you know, the best way to learn to trust yourself is to consistently do it and to know that if you make the wrong choice, it's okay. You can trust yourself enough to get out of it and make another one. So consistency is key. Slow your up, you know, slow your pace down, be patient and kind to yourself and see what happens. It's not as scary as I think to trust yourself. So with that being said, I hope it helps. Um, if you guys have questions, email me at what's next with Lisa at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at what's next with Lisa. On there, I post show topics um, coming up, show topic ideas, and I can take your questions. And I want to know what you guys think. I'm doing this for you. So let me know. All right. With that being said, let's get into it. Green flags. We hear a lot about red flags in relationships, things to stay away from, things to look for to protect ourselves from, right? And I I started thinking over the weekend, if we're constantly dating, (laughs) looking out for all the bad things, it's pretty hard to give yourself the gift of also getting excited about somebody you meet because you're constantly on guard and kind of like white knuckling it, right? So if you picture 
holding on to the steering wheel like during a really bad snowstorm and you're kind of white knuckling it, always looking for danger or looking out to stay safe on the road. We don't want to approach our dating life like that. As much as you think it protects you and keeps you safe, it really does deny you some great parts of dating. And I know it doesn't seem like it all the time, but trust me, there are some good parts, especially when you find the right person. So I thought today was a good day to talk about those green flags. And so I just kind of came up with a list and I do want to give, I guess, my official disclaimer that, you know, a green flag or something that's great about somebody for one person might be totally different for another, right? These lists or these sort of checklists have a way of ebbing and flowing and changing with the individual. You know, if you're really interested in, I don't know, scary movies, but you know, that might be a really great thing for somebody else. But for me, I hate scary movies, so that wouldn't be a great thing for me. So it's really about owning your individuality and it's about going into it, knowing what's important to you and knowing who you are, being proud and confident of who you are, not trying to prove yourself, but actually looking um, for a person that can match and align with a lot of your values and likes, or at the very least, accept and support the ones that don't line up. So let's get into it. All right, I'm going to just start with the list and we'll kind of talk about them um, one by one. Something that I think is a really good green flag and unfortunately, I guess it can be a little bit rare to find these days, but it's somebody that is comfortable in discussing their feelings past and present. So if you're, you know, on a date with somebody and they're comfortable with their own story, that's amazing because that means that they're comfortable in that space of maybe talking about hard things. And so if you've got something that maybe you're afraid to share or you face some adversity, they're probably going to be comfortable supporting you too. If they're connected to themselves, it's easier for them to connect to you. Um, I like it when people... Even when I have couples come into my office for counseling, I like it when they have good relationships with their family members, um, but also live a pretty physically and psychologically independent life from them. So they can set boundaries with their family, right? The family isn't pulling the strings for them or directing their life. Um, I also think, by the way, if you don't have a good relationship with your family, that's also okay. I mean, that's life we're all growing up and we're all human. I personally don't have a relationship with my biological father, uh, but I think it's about being comfortable with that and and owning you know that part of your story. So it doesn't necessarily mean that they all have to be super chummy and close, but I think how they approach it with you too. If you can talk about something as part of your story saying, yeah, I don't have a great relationship with my parents because... And I've made peace with it and worked through it and, you know, whatever, then that's a that's a green flag. That means they're comfortable with their story. Um, I also really like when people are emotionally mature enough to respect your emotional boundaries um, and your physical boundaries, as well as still revealing some vulnerable information about themselves, I guess, gradually over time, right? That means that they're feeling safe and comfortable enough with you to start sharing, which is how you should be feeling too. 
you should feel safe to be vulnerable enough with somebody and start sharing parts of your story over time with the right person. Um, uh, what's something I tell all of my friends, family members, and clients is you never share your story with somebody who can't take care of it. And if you've met somebody who's also put in the work to take care of their own story and address things from their past and continuing to work on that, then that's usually a pretty good green flag sign that they can probably take care of your story too. Um, I put this on my list because I hear about it a lot, substance abuse. Uh, you know, if somebody that you're dating has a substance abuse problem, that's a huge red flag personally for me. Um, that being said, though, you know, if they're drinking maybe occasionally or not at all and they're not losing control or significantly changing their personality, I would tell you that that's a pretty healthy relationship with alcohol, right? And alcohol is the one that I, I hear about a lot. And so if they can have, it's okay to have a healthy relationship with alcohol. That would be a green flag. Now, if you're dating somebody who's getting, um, you know, blackout drunk on your first date, obviously not a green flag. In my book, not, not a great sign. Um, here's another really big one. They're finished emotionally and psychologically with previous significant relationships. So they've had enough time to get over the breakup. Um, I would say three to six months. I, I don't know. It's really different for everyone. However, they, they've made peace with it. They've learned from it. They've left that in the past. So this person isn't getting daily text messages from their ex, um, you know. And so what that tells me is that they're in an emotional place to start to make your relationship a priority. Um, you know, sometimes people have contact with exes, and, and I get that, that that can be an okay, healthy, pretty innocent thing. However, if it's interfering with you guys building a relationship red flag, not a green flag. So, you know, if they, if they're able to talk about that, even if they were married or living with somebody, I would call that a significant relationship. So you just want to make sure, I mean, if they are emotionally mature enough to say, yeah, I've moved on from that, then that is a green flag. That's what we want. We don't need exes bouncing in and out. We don't need you competing with exes. No, no, no. Um, I like financial stability, you know, that doesn't mean that we're not all human or we're, some of us aren't in, you know, college, grad school, whatever, or we're having difficulties. But if they have a pretty consistent pattern of being, um, financially stable and being able to take care of themselves, huge green flag. That's awesome. Um, you know, and I mentioned this before, able to express some fears or vulnerability, you want that. You don't want to be the only one sharing. So if you find a partner that's willing to talk about things and express some vulnerability, in my opinion, huge red flag. Um, you know, I like people who are reliable, people who show up when they say they're going to show up, people who are on time, huge red flag. And, you know, I think that's kind of an understated green, green flag for me. That for me on my list, that's a huge thing just because of my past, um, how I grew up and some not so great choices I made of boyfriends um, in the past. I like people who are on time that I don't need to wonder and wait if they're going to show up. So that's a really big uh, green flag to me. I think one of the other 
really big green flags is that this person has a lifestyle that is, you know, able to balance work and personal life, create enough time for both. You guys have hopefully values that align, interests that align. And if something isn't aligning that um, you're able to talk about that and figure out what works for both of you. Remember, it's you two against a pattern, you two against a problem. So that being said, if you have different interests, somebody who is mature enough and independent enough to support your interests and not take it personally or make you feel bad about having other interests, somebody who can support your interests, huge green flag. I love that. You know, I also love somebody with a positive outlook on life and a really good sense of humor. I think laughter, laughter is one of the most important things, at least for me, in a relationship. And so those are some really big green flag, um, you know, markers. Um, You know, I think also taking a look at their friends, if they have healthy relationships with their friends and they've been friends for years and those people are supportive and nice, huge green flag, which also tells me that they probably know how to resolve conflict in a constructive matter, or they're at the very least willing to listen and learn how to do so. So if they're able to have relationships, um, you know, friendships that last for years or, a, you know, a pretty significant amount of time, I think that's a huge green flag regarding what they're able to do with a potential partner, right? They're, they they want to work on it. They want to communicate. Um, maybe even they're able to provide and take some constructive feedback without getting defensive or without being um, blaming or emotionally manipulative. And I know we're talking about green flags, but I want to give you an example of that just from my own life. I dated a guy once. And I remember I was running late from work. I was working in the emergency department at the time and we had a trauma come in and I would stay for the trauma sometimes for emotional support um, for family members and patients. And I had texted him and said, hey, we had this trauma come in. There's young children involved, so I'm going to stick around. I'm not going to make it over tonight. I don't know when I'll be out of here. And he was so personally offended that I ruined his plans. And I thought, yeah, that is not a green flag. Huge red flag. Um, You know, because they made everything about, he made everything about him. And that was really difficult. So if you find somebody that is able to be supportive of you and you're able to be supportive of them and it's constructive, that is a healthy, supportive, green flag type scenario. You know, and I I want to tell you guys that the list that I came up with today is just a guide. And so I would tell you that, you know, if you're dating somebody um, or you've been seeing them for a while and you really like them, please allow yourselves to get excited about them. That's okay. That's part of the good part of dating, the butterflies and the getting excited, you know, and I don't want you to get too concerned if they don't have every single one of these qualities that I've listed or that's on your list because I want you to use it as a guide kind of to say, hey, they've got all these really great things. And if, you know, if you find that maybe they have less than half of the qualities on your list or, you know, maybe just like one or two, 
it might be a really good marker for you to say, hey, maybe I want to reevaluate this and to say whether or not this relationship is truly healthy. And again, that might not mean that they're a bad person, maybe just not your person. And so I want you looking for the green flags as well as the red flags. I think if you can have a healthy balance of both and you've got somebody with the appropriate communication skills that you can work through things, that's how you problem solve and grow together. So don't deny yourself the gift of getting excited about the green flags, you know? Trust yourself enough to see the red ones. Trust yourself and connect with your worth enough to know that you're worthy of all the green ones too. Dating actually can be pretty okay, you know? And if your end game is to find your person, unfortunately, you have to put yourself out there. And that might mean that you date a lot of people that don't have the green flags you're looking for. And that is part of the process, my friends. That's part of the process of finding your person. And sometimes it's a lengthy one. It's not lost on me, but hang in there. So with that being said, send me your questions. I want to know what you think. Um, email me at what's next with Lisa at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram or Twitter at what's next with Lisa. And in the meantime, take care of each other, take care of yourselves. And don't forget, today is a perfect day to ask yourselves what's next. See ya.